Attention seeking behavior. Xavier's CD release show. Oh, Sound of Our Teeth, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. How was the show? It was great. Great. Was That's good. Who else was all there as far as bands? Uh, international Cover Up, kind of a punk band. Uh, Stem Cells, mm -hmm. uh, they're kind of a punk band too. So Simon's band, right? Yep, Simon's, Simon's band. Team. Okay. And then uh, McVeigh, Corey, Corey's uh, new group that he's in. Uh, mm -hmm. Nate Holtz is Corey. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He uh, plays bass in that band. And I went Corey to, Lemus. No, oh. Corey Evans. Corey Evans. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I uh, missed the first two bands because I went to my co-host dress code Ryan Howe's play that he directed at White Wall. So, yeah, how is that going? It's great. Yeah, it's a really uh, um, relevant play right now because he's not going to hear this. You can be. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the subject matter is like holy shit. This is pressing. You right can't now. swear on this. Oh, holy cow! I'm just kidding. You can swear. <laughs> Well, what if the whole time I'm like filtering myself and then you're like, by the way. You could swear. <laughs> oh, fudge. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Judy Bloom, super fudge. <laughs> so it's, okay, so is play super relevant right now? Yeah, because the play basically, it's a two person, it's like a hour long play. Okay. A professor. Which is, is the right amount of length for a play. Yeah. Any kind of play. Yeah. <laughs> it's an yeah. hour. It's, it's like, it gets to the point and it's perfect. Um, the professor is has the student in her office and uh they're discussing the content of the class and it ends up just getting all he's like alone like i like you and all this stuff and it gets really intense and all this stuff and then the, like it's sounds very rapey very, yeah very yeah <laughs> it's a very pressing is not the best word to describe but like it's a play that is rel quite relevant today. Because of all the students banging their teachers. Exactly. I just read, uh, and uh, speaking of teachers, I just read an article yesterday about this teacher in Arkansas mm -hmm. who was uh, sneaking in booze and just drinking booze Jeez. throughout the clock. Yeah, he was, <laughs> like, fuck these students. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to do this at night, but I can't handle these eighth graders. God damn. Yeah. Today's class is brought to you by Red Stag. B and J wine coolers. It's like at least have good taste. Like. <laughs> Next week is brought to you by Zima. <laughs> oh, I still like Zima. <laughs> uh, so I don't do like a formal introduction or anything like that. We just get right on into cool. it, Zach. So I mean, we're we're already kind of started into it. So uh, I, I wanted to bring you because of so many different things that you're doing. Uh, you are a musician. You play mm -hmm. drums, right? Mm -hmm. Do you play anything else other than the skin flute? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the groups I do lead vocals on a few songs just to kind of 
Okay, we're gonna sing today. Oh, perfect. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't warm up, but I mean. La 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 la! It just strangled Kermit. This is the highest <laughs> I can go. Ah, ah, hey! Oh no! Don't cry out loud! Oh. Um, hello. Uh, well, um, today's episode of Attention Seeking Behavior is brought to you by BDSM. <laughs> All four of those letters. They stand for (laughs) bondage. Today's guest is Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades of Grey. Hello, hello, Dakota. I've seen your tip. (laughs) What was that? I think. Oh man, it was on Facebook. Like something, somebody posted a video of her saying she had like a she went to go hug somebody and her whole dress went (laughs) and she's like, it's not like you guys haven't seen this anyway. I was like, see, there we go. That's how you handle it. Exactly. Janet Jackson could have done that. It's not like you haven't seen boobs before. It happened to Tara Reid too, and she like flipped out like 15 years ago. She was well, out of right. Wasn't she? Event. Yeah, wasn't she though? Like on meth or crack or something. Something. Like that? Yeah. And, so, yeah. <laughs> well, back to your music. So you, you play you play drums. Yeah. yeah. And you you do lead vocals. And yeah. uh, one of your bands is a cover band. Yeah, that's the band I do the lead vocals on because certain songs they like me to hit the higher notes. The Tom DeLonge. Yeah, the Tom DeLonge vocals. Those are the ones that I. So, take the lead on a lot uh, of the So it, this could be anything. It could be an Angels and Airwaves cover band or it could be a Blink-182 cover right. band. What are we doing, Zach? We what don't are know. we doing? I, we've toyed around with the idea <laughs> of throwing in covers from the band's side projects to kind of change it up instead of just being Blink, Blink. covers. Because it's like, oh, it gets kind of like, a lot of the songs sound similar, at least if you go from the early stuff like Dude Ranch, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to the newer stuff, we don't play that as much because there's more electronics involved. Right. It's kind of like... That doesn't fit. Organic. It gets very synthesized. It doesn't feel doesn't feel organic as much. Right or yeah. very Blink One Eight, Blink One Eight Two ish. Right. I mean, uh, there's a reason why they had such a big influence on that genre. It's like right. They they had that formula and they kind of started messing with it with incorporating rappers occasionally. Like Yellow Wolf was on a track. Is was this from their California? No, the or? actually the last Tom DeLonge release that they did. It was an EP. Uh, dogs eating dogs was the oh, one that yeah, came. No, I, that one, no one really paid attention. That one, I, kinda... the last Blink One Eighty Two album I got was Neighborhoods. Oh, I, I got and that then one too. I went, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I haven't even heard any of the new uh, Skiva led Blink One Eighty Two. I like it, but it's overproduced. It's uh, like too glossy in my opinion like there's a right amount of too glossy. mainstream or i think that or too glossy like didn't they re-release the album too because it was such a a hit or yeah whatever? they they had recorded like 40 songs Holy and they shit. picked the best 16 yeah and then they are like oh we could release more of these later and then waited a year and toured a while and then released another 10 and uh, oh so it was a brand new album yeah, it was, it was disc two of the album, so oh. it was a deluxe, because uh, Contra, actually, they couldn't release a new album, another new album. They had to continue the wave of success, because California had just been nominated for a Grammy, oh, really? and all this stuff, so they wanted to continue riding that wave of that album. So, uh, I know too much about the time. No, no, hey, no, that's, and, like, that's one of the things that uh, we'll talk about today, because you, you are a, you're a big musician, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, you're always posting about music and things like that. Yeah. And, and I enjoy that because some, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll post something and I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I'll give these guys a try. Yeah, or, yeah. And, and I've listened to a couple of things and 
I find that uh, as I've gotten older, I'm I'm the I'm starting to just go with dad bands. <laughs> so you and me both have a common love for Foo Fighters. We do. Yes. yes. And you've seen them ten times, eleven. Yeah. 10. Nice. That's awesome. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For a while there, I was like, I was so excited. I was doing the drive for fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, see, I've seen them ten times, and so yeah, and and I would I would start considering them now a dad band because I, they're twenty five years old. Yeah, right, is right. and everyone in the band is at least fifty. Shit, I was yeah. six when I started listening to them. Yeah, seven that's... when I started yeah. listening to them. You know, same. Yeah, the first one of the first albums I ever bought was Color of the Shape, mm. and then I kind of went back and forth, mm. and yeah. What would you say your favorite B-side is, if you had to choose? Like, Deep Cut. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, Deep Cut uh, Foo Fighters. Uh, I really like the cover of Darling Nikki. Oh, yeah, that's a great cover. It's a, a fantastic cover, and mm-hmm. I, I love the, the story that Prince was not okay with them cu- with yeah. them recording it, so it was only released in Australia. Yeah, and then Prince at the Super Bowl was like the big fuck you to the Foo Fighters who's singing the best of you. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so fucking yeah. cool. Because now, like, a secret, I mean, the Super Bowl's tomorrow. So right. recording this the day before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I would love the Foo Fighters to, to I think be do that halftime. I think they would be too. I mean, yeah. they've done Wembley, they've done stadiums. Yeah. They've, they have like 30 hits. So it's like. But I think and I think they have more than 30. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their yeah. whole discography. The only reason why I think they're hesitant is because they know how much Dave says fuck on stage. Like, that's maybe yeah. part of it. No, well, <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently about, when was Bruno, when did Bruno Mars do it? About like four, four or five, or five years, years ago. ago. Yeah. So, four or five years ago, Bruno Mars was doing it. Yeah. Apparently, it was up between Bruno or the Foo Fighters at that time. They oh, were coming yeah. off of Sonic Highways. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah so big know. and, yeah. And then, uh, and just, the, I think the story of Sonic Highways is really neat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were coming off Sonic Highways, and uh, before they even got a chance to say yes, they would do it, Bruno said he would do it. Oh, And sure. so, that left a bad taste in, in Dave and Taylor's mouths. Oh, naturally, yeah. And so, I guess, like, two years ago, they were at a, a party, and somebody goes, Dave, why don't you guys ever do the fucking Super Bowl? Yeah. And he goes, you know what? We've been asked to do it before, and yeah. it, it just never worked out. He's like, at this point in this time, it's like if you do the Super Bowl, you're pretty much saying you're all done. You're yeah. done. You're washed up at this point. And he goes, and I don't think we're done yet. Yeah. And when he said that, there was apparently a guy who does booking for the Super Bowl halftime oh, show, and he, they've completely like been blacklisted. They haven't been asked yet, oh, but true. they are doing Super Saturday Night tonight. Oh, oh with. Uh... Run the Jewels, I think. Run the yeah, Jewels, yeah. yeah. I saw that. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm excited because I'm going to watch that. But yeah. Like, like, uh, so, yeah, that's why they haven't done the Super Bowl is because <laughs> Dave bashed. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We've been offered, but he's like, we're not done yet. No. So, God. Uh, yeah, that's that's the one band that I'm surprised, besides that reason. Now it makes sense, but, like, that was the one band I would choose. Like, you hit... It, it Green was, Day, too, would be... They uh, have so many hits, though. I don't think Green Day would be a good fit for the Super Bowl. I I just I guess they'd be so anti-corporate. That's exactly it. That that I'd be like, I don't think they would do it. No, no. Um, You know, they did Paul McCartney, and then like everything from that period on was like, yeah. After the Janet Jackson nip slip, uh, they just did safe old rock bands for like six years. You had Bruce Springsteen. You had uh, you had the Heartbreakers. Yeah. Then Prince. Prince. And then you had uh, Paul McCartney. The Who. Yeah. 
Did you have the Heartbreakers? Did Tom Petty yeah. do that? Yeah, okay, all right. I'm About 10 years. And then they released the whole performance, like, the day of Tom Petty's death. And that was on YouTube. And that oh, was, really? That was such a bummer when Tom Petty passed. Like, yeah. I was actually contemplating going to his 40th anniversary tour. I'm like, oh, I'll catch cool. him on the next tour that he passed away. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> catch you in the next life. <laughs> Get to Heaven's Gates. Is Tom here? Yeah. <laughs> like, Look, if he's not here, I'm, there's another complex in there's South. A, there's a Tom Petty impersonator that's pretty good. Um, his name is... Brom Zeddy? I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. That's stupid. Like, <laughs> need to even try. <laughs> we got a Tom Petty impersonator. It's Richard Petty. Isn't he a driver? <laughs> he was a driver. Petty go Petty? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, I was bummed when that happened. But, yeah, as far as my Foo Fighter B side that I choose, probably Fraternity. Off That's of uh, there, there's nothing left to lose. I can't decide if color and the shape is my favorite or there's nothing left to lose is my favorite because both have different qualities. Mm-hmm. It's like there's nothing left to lose is a great summer album. It's like airy and kind of yeah. Uh, oh, you know I would disagree with that. I really? think the color and the shape is a good summer summer album. Oh sure. I guess, I guess nothing left to lose is more of a spring fall kind of. <laughs> Are we really gonna say winter? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, have you seen the the Foo Fighters documentary? Um, back and forth. Back and forth. Oh yeah. yeah. After you see that and you go back and you listen to the albums, you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I can hear there was some turmoil in. Yeah, know, one by one, you could definitely hear the one turmoil. One by one. And yeah. Yeah, I, I just felt like there's nothing left to lose is more of a depressing album. Huh. You know, because you also have uh, Lonely As You in there. You have, um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of that other one. Um, Tired of You. Tired of You. Well, that's one by one. That's one by one? Yeah. Nothing Left to Lose is uh, Learn to Fly. Oh, yeah, Aurora, yeah. I'm Aurora, sorry. Yeah. Aurora, um, Live in Skin, a lot of those. Breakout. Oh, yeah. That one's yeah. my, I can't tell if that one or Color of the Shape are my favorites, one of the two. Yeah, oh, I can't believe it. See, I know I, I'm a horrible person. No. I don't think too much of it. They're my favorite band, and I can't even put their right albums together. <laughs> it's 10.42 in the morning. Fuck this shit. I'm out. See you, Zach. This is your show now. <laughs> There's a... We don't usually talk music on it, so, th- I mean, that's that's why, I mean... Yeah. Uh, talk to me about comedy albums. No, I wouldn't even know that either. I'm, you know, I just, I'm bad at listening to a lot of comedy albums. I kind of just... It's funny is the weird thing is people ask me like who my inspirations are and they're not typically your responses like oh Dave Chappelle even though he is a someone that I watched a lot when I was mm-hmm. growing up I tend to go for Conan O'Brien his style during monologues was just so mm-hmm. the self-deprecation and the um, just oh self-awareness of how some of these jokes were awful yeah but he sold the shit out of right them. right like that's how and you like, can I, i'm oh man it's gonna sound bad because i'm like you can tell that a lot in your in your mm-hmm. uh your sets yeah. when you perform mm-hmm. comedy so yeah viewers like we're jumping all over the place or viewers listeners yeah. we're, we're jumping all over the place uh you know uh we were just briefly talking about the band we'll get we're gonna get back to the band but yeah also just comedy you do improv you yeah. do mm-hmm. uh, what don't you do? Uh, uh, sports. You don't do sports. <laughs> Correct. He, that is, he's got oh. the belt for no sports. Yeah. <laughs> I tried doing a sports joke two nights ago. Fucking bombed. I did like, who are you guys voting for? Who are you, or voting. voting? Who are you guys rooting for? <laughs> Wait, Red yeah. Wings or the Knicks? And uh, no one was like, it was a full circle book co-op, so it was mainly poets and writers. I'm like, oh, not the right crowd. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not going to follow sports. 
not at all. <laughs> but like, do you follow sports at all? Not or? really. Not no. really. None. My uh, I used to follow hockey because my dad did. Mm-hmm. He still uh, still loves hockey. Who's your Who's your dad root for? Red Wings. Nah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and you're a Blackhawks <laughs> I'm a Black fan, Hawks so it's <laughs> total different world. No, that's all yeah. right. I, I miss that rivalry. I miss that yeah. Detroit-Chicago um, rivalry. That yeah. was I know they referred to the Red Wings as the Yankees of hockey. Yeah, like, they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the Red Wings have had uh, a lot of success. Yeah. Uh, they used to be in the Joe Louis Arena, you know, and then mm-hmm. they, they uh, got a new arena, and it's yeah. called the Little Caesars Arena. And I said at my and my dad uh, works for Little Caesars, and I I told him like when you get to corporate, yeah. you tell them that they missed an opportunity to call it the Little Caesars Pizza Arena. Yeah. <laughs> like how fucking cool would that be? Yeah. Like, this is Doc Emmerich on Wednesday Night Rivalry. It's like the matchup between the Hawks and the Red Wings at Little right. Caesars Pizza Arena. Like that would be amazing. <laughs> And Iserman is the most common name in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's the Muhammad. Yeah. Yuzerman. <laughs> so back to your, your back to your two bands. Yeah. Uh, the, so what what made you want to do uh, be in a Blink-182 cover band? It was mainly actually supposed to be a one-off thing. Um, we were doing, uh, there was a cover festival going on at Big's Bar for, uh, it was a fundraiser for mental health awareness. Oh, cool. And so a bunch of bands did covers. Um, uh, Xavier did a Rage Against the Machine cover band with, uh, with a couple dun, guys from dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. yeah, yeah, that was awesome. They did. There was a Stone Temple Pilots cover band. Cool. Um, Fiddler, which is a newer punk band that I really love. They're really good, except their new album was trash. But that's an older. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. Dresh thinks an album is trash. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you, you turn up track one, and you're like, oh, this is shit. <laughs> like, like, yeah. So you're you're doing this. Uh, have you always been involved in in, in music? Like pretty much, because um, my parents have been musicians their whole lives. Mm-hmm. My dad owns a recording studio. So, and we used to have it in our house, so it was inescapable to be around musicians, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the bands that he's, the first bands he recorded were like Spill Canvas, uh, Notes yep. of Ron B.A. Uh, and I happen to know the drummer of Spill Canvas. Yeah, there yeah. you go, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's, I've been around musicians my whole life, so naturally, how would I not pick up an instrument? Mm-hmm. And drumming was, at the time, the easiest thing. I was just like, you know what? Drumming's the easiest thing. <laughs> at the time, I was like, it was the one that took the less, the least mm-hmm. amount of effort, but I still, I there's something about the right drummer for a band it's like if you're not that that drummer's mm-hmm. not on i'm done with the band a lot really? of the time okay. like it's if they're not in the, in the pocket so to speak if they're not right with the bass i'm just like it's so with the the blink 182 cover band you're yeah. doing this thing at big's bar you obviously have to keep up with travis barker who's probably one of the fastest drummers yeah he's uh, he's a uh, not he, human right <laughs> So uh, I simplify the songs a little bit. You do, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I keep them. The heart of the song is the same, but if there's certain parts where he's just like all over the place, I keep it more like to keep in line with everyone else in the band, like to make sure that we're all on the same mm-hmm. page. I'm not gonna be too flashy or overzealous. But can, by... can, on the record, uh, are you? Can you do it? <laughs> Some depends on the song and uh, part. Uh, there's been times where I've tried and I just literally can't because also some of those songs I have to do vocals at the same time. So I will okay. simplify the drum part to enable for me to sing at the same time. So how hard is... <laughs> I'm mimicking a drummer. Not as tough like, as I thought it would all be. All the small oh, things. Oh, I do that one. I do sing that care. one. <laughs> that one's easy because it's just yeah. basic. Yeah. 
Except for the chorus or the lead up to the choruses, you have to do that. But that I somehow I just keep. Yeah, that's the one song we never plan for the set list because like it's like, you know what? People have heard it enough. Man. And, <laughs> and then uh, and then like they want one more. We're like, I guess we got to play that one. <laughs> so like, <laughs> we try to go for like everything but the small things. <laughs> like we play all the other hits. Like feeling this. Our, one of our guitarists hates I Miss You, so we don't play that, even uh-huh. though we did for a while. But I loved it, because I loved doing the Tom, like, where are y'all? Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. The spiders. <laughs> like. <laughs> but, no, we, uh, yeah, we play all the hits. We like throwing in a couple deep cuts to, for the fan, like the hardcore fans and stuff like that, so. The hardcore fans. I love it. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I need hardcore fans. Like, Me too. Fuck. Fans that like hardcore music. You're yeah. a fucking Blink-182 covers! Yeah! So, are you, do you like um, uh, when bands cover cover other band songs? Uh, for the most part, yeah. It depends, like... Um, I kind of like it when they choose a deeper cut to throw in the set, because sometimes you don't know if that's your own song or they're a different song, or... Like, if we... if Because the other bands I'm in, we've never done covers before except for like messing around the disarmed yeah we've okay. never we've tried doing like uh jesus don't want me for a sunbeam the nirvana version of mm-hmm. the vaseline song we thought about doing that but we're like eh, too like we don't want to we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves in a corner but we've thought about doing covers but we just never got there mm-hmm. we just kind of felt like just keeping it to originals so but uh i mean let's take for example the, the weezer cover album Came out. Yeah, I listened to that's that. That's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. a fun album. Yeah, you know, surface level just take like pe- Pitchfork like those like publications are taking it way too seriously. Are like, they? They like Pitchfork's art like headliner for that review is Will Weezer ever stop being disappointing? <laughs> like, <laughs> like shut up. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I I mean I don't have the entire you know Weezer catalog by any means, but I enjoy them. Yeah. I mean I I don't think I've ever gone. I don't like this Weezer song. Right. You know, yeah. it, it, I think it's funny. Weezer's like, what, 27, 25, 27 years Something old? Something like that, yeah. And they're and, in my top five, too. You know, and they sound the same. Yeah, you know? River like, has an age. No. He's a vampire. Like, you watch yeah. him, like, I'm like, how does he... You watch him, and I'm like, God. They played at the uh, NHL Winter Classic this Yeah, time. God. It's so, like, he looks like... like he, that would have been fucking fun to go with. Yeah. I've seen him twice. Uh, I've seen Weezer twice Did you see him at Badlands? I saw him at Badlands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that was the Panic at the Disco yeah. one. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then I saw them open for the Foo Fighters. Oh. So nice. they co-headlined a that tour. The, like that the, was the in, in your honor tour. Yes. Nice. Nice. And uh, Weezer came out and said, uh, "Dave has refused to play this song because uh, they're tired of getting Mentos thrown at." <laughs> So we're going to do it. <laughs> so they did. Big they me. they covered Big Me, and I was like, "Fuck, oh, that's awesome!" And I'm like, "That should have been on this new album." Right? Yeah, but, totally. Uh, it, yeah, it was. I like the I like the cover album. I yeah. thought it was just fun. You could tell they were having a blast while yeah, right. recording it. You yeah. know, uh, there are a couple of uh, uh, songs on there that I think are too on the nose. Like No it, Scrubs. I love No Scrubs. I love that cover. That's so good. <laughs> no Scrubs is great. Yeah. I mean, I will pump the shit out of that yeah. when that comes on in the car. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I even got Beckett and Penny. My daughter's upstairs going, no, <laughs> Scrubs. Yeah, I do like that. Um, um, everybody Wants to Rule the World is such a good That's their that's, favorite. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Um, 
But uh, Sweet Dreams, I feel... I couldn't tell which is the original, (laughs) which one's the Weezer. The synth part was on the nose. Yes, and uh, uh, when I was younger, I thought Annie Lennox was Jamie Lee Curtis, and now I'm not (laughs) sure if Rivers is Annie Lennox, who is Jamie Lee Curtis. They might be all the same person. Rivers was really great (laughs) in Halloween. Uh, Exactly, I loved him in Halloween. (laughs) He's really convincing as a scared woman. Uh, (laughs) Have you seen the new Halloween? Movie? I haven't. No. Oh I my god, to. it's fucking awful. It's oh, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> Anybody who says that the new Halloween movie was great, and it was written by Danny McBride. Oh geez, from like Seth Rogen fame, like some, all those. Yeah. All those Eastbound and down. down. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. I'm Kenny fucking Powers. Right. <laughs> he wrote it. Wow. <laughs> he wrote it. Yeah. Um, Holy cow. It was trash, and oh. I love Danny McBride. Wow. It was absolute trash. Like, I, I haven't been to many movies recently. Like the last one I went to, oh, was it? Maybe it was good. I thought it was great. I thought it was good. I liked I, it. Guy who played Pennywise, holy shit! Like, yeah, yeah. Something Skarsgård. Uh, Bill Skarsgård or something like. Yeah. Isn't Bill? No, Bill Skarsgård is. That's Peter Skarsgård. From the Avengers. Yeah. That's Peter. Peter, uh, he's a t- oh yeah. Let's IMDb this shit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take ten minutes. <laughs> no, we'll keep talking. <laughs> We're gonna find this out. Who who's the guy plays the dude in it? Who plays it? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, who plays Pennywise? Who plays it? <laughs> who plays it? <laughs> what? Oh, it is it? Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> is it? Though <laughs> no, they missed an opportunity to put Faith No More's epic in that soundtrack. What is it. I what w- is it? <laughs> <laughs> I went to, to it with um, a with a friend of mine. Uh, so my buddy Jeremy, his wife loves scary movies. Jeremy doesn't like scary movies. Yeah. My wife hates scary movies. So I went with Misty. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Misty's a huge New Kids on the Block fan, and she's like, "Fuck, this is great! They got all these New Kids songs." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god." She's like, this movie is now ten times better. <laughs> I'm so excited for um, it too because Bill Hader is going to be in it. Yeah. And so just like Bill Hader, have you seen Barry? I saw the first episode and then I haven't. I like I've got the season DVR and it's just it's I so never good. have any time. I'm uh, just sure. so busy. It's it's well, I don't watch many shows, but I watched that whole season. So you are very pop culture oriented centric like yeah you know, that's a lot of my material it comes from that yeah yeah movies and things like yeah. that um it, what you said that since your dad you know had a recording studio yeah. you know mm-hmm. was a musician himself is is that why that you're so involved in like the entertainment i think and so. i put that in i books. think probably yeah naturally i just started playing drums kind of more in high school and junior high mm-hmm. and uh loved doing it and i was just kind of i did a band in high school or that we had fun we didn't really play many shows we played around the area like nutties when that was still a thing yeah uh we did that and then in college i was more doing theater and then one of my buddies that i did improv with bobby who's a singer disarmed he goes do you want to start a band let's try something because we both like the same music a lot of 90s that oriented rock mm-hmm. and stuff like that so we started that and that's how disarm started and then i kind of just started playing a lot of shows and i and lately i've been getting offered to join a lot of bands because they need drummers, so it's like... <laughs> Every band needs a drummer. It's like, there's guitarists or a dime a dozen, but drummers are like... And, uh, just because I don't have time and I'd like to focus on... What What does... 
you know, the, the podcast is attention-seeking behavior. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, you know, it's these hidden talents, these gifts are, are what makes us unique. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there are several drummers that are out there. Yeah. But, you know, there's you. you yeah. Know, mm-hmm. It's a commitment level. I think they probably know since I commit to bands, it's kind of like, yeah. oh, he would be, he would fit in well with, with like, and I think it'd be fun to play with all these musicians, but having a full-time job, comedy improv and the other two two or three bands of it it's just like it's mm-hmm. not possible what is, what is your family think <clears throat> oh they love it they love that i'm performing they they think i should rest because i do so much mm-hmm. like they have been texting me like yeah you should rest a little bit so, like because <laughs> you're gonna burn yourself out and yeah. i've been learning the next last few months to when i need a break i'll take a break like you know i need a night off can we not rehearse tonight or yeah can i rest tonight but uh the ADD in me, I don't think I have diagnosed ADD, but I have that vibe where it's like, you know what? I'm at home. I'm sitting. I don't feel right sitting here. I need to go do something. Like, so I'll go to an open mic or I'll go to a, a concert or something. Or mm-hmm. So I'm just never at home. Like, yeah, ever. always on the go. And exactly. Are you getting Are you getting advice from, from your parents? Like, like or, or specifically your dad, um, just about being a musician or like, hey, you know, the time signature on this, you were a little off or... Are, yeah, are, are they chiming in and just in continuing to encourage? Or? It's just naturally ingrained in me to learn as I go. Because mm-hmm. when we record, sometimes I've recorded to a click track, which is you just have to be on point with the click. It's just like keeping going, and you have like to maintain that almost. beat. So that I've kind of just <clears throat> naturally learned to not skip a beat, not be mm-hmm. off tempo. I've just naturally been ingrained. And plus, since my dad records, and he's always. Uh, fixing stuff. I've always wanted to challenge. I'm like, you know, I don't need to be fixed. I will like, <laughs> hop in there. <clears throat> is your dad a drummer? No, he's a lead guitarist for the most. He can play anything. Okay. But guitar is his main music uh, instrument of choice. Can and you he... play guitar? What's that? Can you play guitar? No, I want to no. learn though. You want to learn? Because right. I, I would love to. I don't want to be just. But you're a drummer. like 47 years old. Right. I know. And you know. My dad is 48. <laughs> your dad so is like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baby yeah. dick energy <laughs> Right off the bat I'm having kids before I can talk <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, keep up I'm trying to be uh, as uh, Improv in this yeah. as, as much as possible Because uh, you are also an improv so Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I've been doing improv since I was uh, 18 what, so. Well what came first Was it musician and then improv and comedy, or, or musician know? first in high school. I I play in bands and stuff. Well, uh, but what about elementary? Elementary. I mean, uh, what was, just, I just what did, was it when you were a little kid? Uh, it was mainly music, and then I just watch. I'd watch stuff that I shouldn't have when I was in elementary school. Like I was watching SNL all the time and yeah. Conan and all this stuff. And uh, I started doing concert band. We had to do the rudimentary snare drum and all this stuff, and was doing piano for a couple of years. But I just didn't care for that. I was just like, you know, just let me play drums. Like, that's all I care about. Did then, you have an idea? I keep interrupting. But no, did you, like, have an idea? Like, this is what I'm going to do when I was a kid? I, th- I had a hint. I had an inkling because I didn't wasn't good at anything else. <laughs> it's kind of like, sports was not my thing. We Math wasn't good. Nah. Like, I think, I can't remember. The only class I excelled in was, like, speech and English. Okay. And English, I was still kind of, like, dependent on the story. Like, if the story had, like, was about, like, a family in the woods, I didn't care. I was just like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. Like, a lot of those stories involved families in woods. Like, 
like can we have some more real subject matter that's more like like the the conflict is not oh they stole my corn I'm upset <laughs> like <laughs> well you you did live in South Dakota this true. is practically the woods yeah. <laughs> here uh, yeah. um like uh when you were in school did you ever yeah. have that uh silly thing where you'd start and you'd write a sentence or three sentences within a certain time and then you'd have to pass your paper on I think we kind of did that um, we had a lot of creative writing class yeah. stuff where we'd like write poems and I guess that was the inkling of where I thought I'd want to do comedy in some degree because I, I would write the humor poems I would never write serious poems right. um, I think I have a poetry book I it, gave you my heart but yeah. I had to fart right poop, poop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was probably meant to do this kind of thing. Where I that would, that's how I feel. Is yeah. that like no. I, nothing? There's nothing better in the world than yeah. laughter. Yeah, and that was that yeah. was exactly what I was trying to do in yeah. school. I mean, I knew I was. Well, I didn't know I was a disruption. And like disruption. <laughs> I'm not a disruption. Yeah, I'm I, fucking charming. <laughs> but no, I I never wrote serious stuff, and I didn't like dramas, I just liked comedy movies. I didn't watch anything else, mm-hmm. I just watched comedies that would... That would Has that like, changed? Do you like watching like more of the serious stuff, or are you when, Since I, I was a theater major in college, so I did appreciate more mm-hmm. serious stuff after that, because my, my classmates are like, oh, you should see this play. This is hard-hitting stuff. Do you want to check out the fish sex movie, <laughs> Shake the Water? Do you want to watch Bird Box? <laughs> I've still not seen Bird Box. I haven't Box. seen it. I've heard it's horrid. I've heard it's good. Really? I've heard it's good. I, I've not heard anything negative on it. Yeah. Uh, I just want to get the memes. Yeah. That's the only reason why. I want to understand no idea. I, like, I have no yeah. idea. I don't get it. Like, right. she's blindfolded. <laughs> we went three weeks at the open mics without a bird box mention. I think that's a that's an achievement. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> three weeks. And that's so what was it? Like 65 million people watched it within the first week? Yeah, or I think so. Like and then Skyler pointed it out. He was hosting that night. He goes, wow, three weeks in. We got, we avoided it. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's good. But yeah, uh, I didn't really start doing theater stuff until senior year of high school when I was kind of cast in a couple of comic relief roles. Okay. I'm like, oh shit, I love doing this. This is fun. And then, you're lucky. I was never cast in comic relief roles. They were like, you're too out there. Did you get Casey. like chorus dancer? Yeah, no, that's yeah. exactly it. And then they yeah. would get me, like, I'd have like the one chorus role that you've got a name though. Like, <laughs> so whenever, you're Mac in 42nd Street. <laughs> that's exactly it. I was the guy with the clipboard. I was I, like, I all my lines were in the fucking beginning of the show. Oh, shit. And then, and then uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have fucking fun with this. It's my senior year. Yeah. I keep this is one where I'm swearing a lot, so I apologize. Yeah. All my <laughs> listeners like, fuck this. I have that effect of people like, oh yeah. fuck. <laughs> and we just talked about that too. I was like, Fart. yeah, we, we just talked about Zach. Like, hey, cut it down with the swearing. You're not a. You shouldn't be the swearer on stage. No. We were just having that too. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm gonna have fun with this. And yeah. I just remember like our director. Our yeah. high school director just getting pissed off at me. She's like, Casey, this is not a role to be funny in. She's like, if we wanted to give you the funny role, we would have given you the funny role. Oh, There's just... no funny role in this. And I'm like, that's the point. <laughs> she should not say that. Uh, that is. She never said that to me. 
It was this Suya was Suya was a great director. Uh, it was it felt like no, it was implied. No, I I think they everybody knew I could take a joke like I never took things too seriously sure. but I, yeah. uh, I unlike you am never on time. <laughs> uh, like I don't have that rhythm to me. Uh, I had to be the stage light guy. Oh. So like we we'd get these I'd have to poof, like at the right time. Otherwise, the note would go, uh, and then I'd hit the light, and they go, <laughs> and so I was always late on yeah. that. But then, like later on in the show, uh, I had a solo, yeah. uh, in, or no, this is a different show. I had a solo in like Hello Dolly, where I go, "You've no dough, so relax. You don't have to pay an income tax." Like that's what I did, and. <laughs> uh, when I when we were doing like practices, I was always off. I'm just I never got it on time. So they're like, we're gonna give Whitney's also gonna do the the solo with you. I'm like, so this isn't a solo. They're like, no, it's it's yours, but Whitney's gonna be singing it as well. So she's just gonna. I'm like, all right. And then like the first show, boom, I nail it on time. Whitney's late. I'm like, fuck yeah! <laughs> Suck on that, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> hey Suya what no no I'm just kidding I, I got Suya. lucky and fortunate any musical I was in I was the character that did, did the most minimal dancing possible oh and so I got lucky what musicals regard. were you in uh, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying nice. I played the That's main good. boss that was at the table while the other guy's chorus line was dancing and so I would just kind of <laughs> do this in the back while they're all dancing like oh glad I don't have to do this dance move like <laughs> I did Fiddler on the Roof my freshman year <laughs> and uh, I was one of the townspeople in fact I at the near the very end I was one of the the kids who was going to get married off to one of Tevye's other two daughters uh-huh. um, and we were in the bar scene and somebody had brought uh, actual uh, uh, like O'Doul's for us to drink. So nothing was, there was no alcohol. Right, but they're yeah. like, the beer looks real. <laughs> uh, but uh, there was one day during practice and, uh, and another, uh, you know, uh, actor with me decided that during the bar scene where they're, oh God, what song is it? It's not tradition. It's um, Rich. No, it's not Rich Man. I can't remember what it is, but the Russians come in and they start dancing Mm -hmm. too. And we thought it would be a hilarious idea if we tried to mimic the Russians during the dance. So we were like back there just trying to do the Russian dance. And I remember this is the first time I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a comedian. I'm going to be an SNL. I'm going to do this. Suya comes up. She's like, that, that was funny. You guys can keep doing that. <laughs> that's awesome so that's yeah great. like doing the dance um, my first taste inkling of like the director liking the choices I made was we did a musical senior year of high school called the kids left the dog died now what basically parents coping with their children moving Don't out of the house mom the babysitter's dead right but Christina Applegate was unavailable mm-hmm. um so <laughs> we did this musical and I was uh we, they had a backing band, the Pit Guys, mm-hmm. but all of us were old men, and I was the drummer in this. And we and we we were doing a one act festival, and it was packed like thousands of people there. And we were entering the crowd with walkers, 
and throwing hard candy at people and yelling, and I kept yelling, "Oh my hemorrhoids!" and all this stuff, and oh, they're just hello. like, they're like, do that more," <laughs> and like, and I just kept like. Uh, and then we get up on stage and just start jamming. And our original idea was to jam Spirit of Radio by Rush. Like, oh how epic God. would that be? Like, you all get up there like, oh, and then... Yep. <laughs> like, and then we're like, we don't have time to learn Rush. Um, so, Rush is nearly impossible unless you're like a virtuoso musician. Or Canadian. Or Canadian, yeah. right. Canadians, it just comes easily. They just do everything You so hop good. on a bass and you're like, oh... <laughs> like... like so we just came up with a jam that lasted two minutes, and we just, like, did that, and then we would chime in with jokes during the play, and it was super fun. That was an inkling. And then we'd do warm-ups uh, and try and get the other actors to break characters mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and I just kept yelling stuff like, guess who's got hemorrhoids, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All this. And, like, for three months, everyone kept walking up to me going, guess who's got hemorrhoids. Nah, nah. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's a shirt. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know, we, we talk about these things and you're like, oh, that's when I knew that I was going to be a comedian. That's when I knew that I was supposed to be, uh, you know, a drummer. Uh, do you still have those uh, thoughts that like, yeah, I'm going to be on SNL? I would love to be on it. That's, a, that's a dream of mine because actually sketch comedy was my first love and stand up was my second. So, I'm at the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm not making SNL. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, ever know, you can still just keep watch, like doing what you wanted. Right, doing. right. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? And I love my parents because they're like, you'll, you'll be on SNL. I'm like, yeah. yeah, when they pan to the audience. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, oh, I did it! Oh, camera! <laughs> oh, gotcha, Suya! No, I'm just kidding. Like, call your mom. DVR it. Yeah. And pause it I'm and on, put it on Instagram. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on uh, Saturday Night Live. I'm, I'm in the studio right I'm there. Now. It's like, it's really exciting to work with, uh, I signed up for that Ken McDonald workshop yeah, yeah. later this month and Kids in the Hall is like my ultimate sketch comedy favorite show and so that is going to be huge because that gives me a taste of what sketch writing is really about because I've always kind of just done willy nilly because my senior project in college was my own version of Saturday Night Live mm -hmm. called Zach Dresch Live yep. and so I just did that and that was super fun and that was kind of one of those things like, maybe I could do sketch like be super fun we've always, I've like, always uh, when you say maybe I could do sketch do you mean write? Or do you mean uh, act? I mean, where 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 do you find that uh, you provide the most? I provide more in acting, but uh, if I'm one of those people, if an idea is thrown at me, I can roll with it and mm -hmm. like uh, advance it a little bit. I've always struggled with a concept, starting a concept on my own. Mm -hmm. um, it has to really, I can't. It's hard for me to write, even with comedy. I have to be shooting shit with people and talking with them and then that's when my you're like oh that's a bit yeah that's that's, a that's bit. what i yeah, do like yeah. i can't sit down and write it's nearly or it's really tough for me to do that except um this morning i came up with a bit just on my way here because you last, can share it yeah yeah last <laughs> night yeah last minute i last night i was looking at my google maps it's and said, out of cure oh <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke <laughs> that's my time thank I you guys um i was looking at my google maps just to curiously check out how much time it would take to get from my house to yours and it said 10 minutes last night and then it said 11 minutes this morning and i'm like and then i thought of a bit of like i would hate to live in a mobile home and have it on a gps <laughs> it's like one day it's five minutes the next day you're in vancouver what the fuck's going on like what <laughs> like they are the sneakiest Pac-Man people you could possibly <laughs> view. Like, just random things like that. But I rarely sit down and like, oh, I have to be talking to people. 
That's how I write. You know, and sometimes it's where I come up with my bits. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is uh, like solitude. Yeah. I, I don't like to write with other people. Uh, and it's it's nothing against them. It's just I have this... It's funny in a conversation, but yeah. is it funny on stage? Right. You know, uh, is it is it funny when it when it's just me? If it's funny when it's just me, I'm like, okay, this is something that I can do. If it's right. funny, if you and I are talking and and we come up with something here, I know that I'm not going to be going on stage and doing that right. because I just don't think it's going to be. It's going to hold that um, mm-hmm. a, a, that response. Right. Yeah. On stage, like it did with it within our conversation, I right. think that's a that's a one-off joke that you just can't bring back. Again, yeah, because each, especially when when I've done writing sessions, each comic has such a distinct style yeah. that it's like, how can you like trade off? And, and you've been like, doing comedy for what nine years? No, oh, that's my sixth year. Sixth year, oh yeah. my. I just gave you more credit. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at my life, that feels like like nine. Like, right. <laughs> is this thing on? Uh, like, but no, yeah, six years. Um, okay. First three were rough because I just didn't know. This is true. No, I didn't, I'm just kidding. I didn't find my I didn't find my voice till Wackos. Like at that point, when we started doing more shows, mm-hmm. I didn't fully get more comfortable until Wackos. And yeah, we I, we we had this conversation just briefly, and mm-hmm. I said we need to save this for for the show. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, that's something I've noticed. I, I would have never, I, I would never say that you're, you were a bad comic or anything like that. I, I would never say anybody's a bad comic. I would just say they, they, I needed work. Yeah. Yeah. They, hey, there's yeah. something there. Yeah. There's something there. You just, mm-hmm. and I can't tell you what that something is. And right. you know, any of our, any of our group of friends can't tell you Zach, what that something is, 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 what we can say is, hey Zach, the uh, yes. I, I want to use those groanies a, yeah. as a as a reference point. So, mm-hmm. um, for those of you who don't know who Zach is, Zach in, in Zach is a dad. <laughs> no, yeah. he's not a dad. A dad without children. Uh, a dad without children. <laughs> Zach, uh, uh, Zach's comedy styling um, has a part where he goes into groanies, which are really like mm-hmm. dad jokes, essentially, yeah. yep. and. Um, Zach plays the part very, very well <laughs> in doing it. And uh, we were talking last week, and I said, Zach, the, the one thing that you don't want to do after you do the gronies is you set them up that these are going to be bad. Yeah. And then that first joke, what what was the first one? I, I think it was, uh, I had a gym membership, but it wasn't working out, and then I flipped the audience Yeah, off. and then... It, so you set them up with this. These are going to be bad, but we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. And and that's the point is that if they can see that you're having fun with it, the joke will land. Yeah. And that's yeah. the point. And then what you immediately did is that Ben, I had a gym <laughs> membership, but it's not working out. And then you immediately turned around and you flipped everybody off and you said, fuck you guys. <laughs> and I went, oh, no, Zach. <laughs> Zach, what are you doing? <laughs> because, and, but that's something that I learned as well. And so in our conversation, I was saying, yeah, I used to go up, I used to go up on stage and go, how are you guys feeling? And when nobody would be like, woo, it'd be like, yeah, me too. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. and then immediately it sucks them out because now I'm recognizing that the crowd doesn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's not that it wasn't the crowd that was going to be a part of it. I went up there with the standard, how everybody doing tonight? And now I don't do that. Yeah. 
You know, now it's, I don't. It's do stronger. That. You're setting a more a stronger, making a stronger point by just going I mean, up and right starting. In, yeah, going right yeah. on into your jokes, and that was something that Corey Adam uh, told me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a comic out of uh, Minneapolis. Minnesota, Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's actually in Florida right now <laughs> with Nick Swartzen. What the hell? Yeah, Nick. I just and, added him on Facebook. Nick, hey, Corey. Uh, <laughs> Nick just uh, Nick uh, invited him to open for them. Oh, that's super cool. So yeah, uh, <laughs> like when you come back, we need to talk. We gotta we gotta organize a show, and I want I want to get a, back out there and do some stuff in Minnesota. But uh, it, it's you know that was something that I learned maybe about six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. and and I think that was when I first met Corey. It might have been. You know, I learned that about six or seven years ago, and that was about where you are right now in your comedy. I've yeah. been doing it for about 13, 14 years. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, wow. And so now I've always made the point of, like, hey, guys. And I come up, and I make it all about me. Mm-hmm. It's like the show, the, the this ha- next half an hour, this next 15 minutes, this next 45, whatever I, you get with me, it's it's about me. This is This yeah. is my show. You're just experiencing it, so I'm like, right. hey, you know what? I'm not feeling good, like, and then I go into that. I never call on them. That I no. never point them out. That like, oh, you guys aren't doing good, you know? Yeah. I, if if a joke does not land, I found clever ways around it. Adam Wilka yeah. has told me like, you're like the Jedi of jokes bombing and recovering great. So I'm just like. Well, you know, that joke's mainly just for me. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Not, I'm not calling out, like, that's, when, when that's there's comics that do thing. that whole when a joke doesn't get work, I hate when the comic goes, fuck you guys. That is my least favorite thing. Because it's like... And you, know, you did it! I, besides <laughs> that, just at least I'm not saying fuck you. It's right. more of a silly, hey. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, I mean, uh, it's like when I go to a comedy show, mm-hmm. I hate going to comedy shows. I do. Yeah. And I'm like, but these are the places that I need to be. Mm-hmm. These are the places I need to be. And I, I don't, and the reason I don't like it is because I am, I am there with you. I, I'm on stage with you at this point. Yeah. Like I'm Zach Drish. I know, I, I don't, I might not know your entire set, but as you're starting the setup to your joke, I know where you're going to land. Yeah. Or I have a thought of how you got there to right. this point. That I'm going, uh huh, yeah, okay, that was good, you yeah, know. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I am not a good, I'm not a good person. Like, I, if we go to a comedy club, I'm like, can I sit in the back? Right. Like, yeah. It's, it, just because I don't want to be like the, why aren't you laughing? Yeah. But if 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 you got a punchline that surprises me, I'm gonna laugh. Yeah. I'm gonna laugh. And, yeah. And so it, I like I have that trouble. And so like when I when I see certain things on stage, it's uh, I always feel bad for like coming up and going, hey Zach, I got hey. Look, when you're doing those groanies, don't don't say fuck you to the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll be so much funnier if you don't. Yeah, my goal you know? lately. I think is, if yeah. you could, you just play it off as a groaning, like, huh? You know? Yeah, I mean, just like, yep. Like, I'll, like, fall over on the stool. Or, like, oh, my God. Or even, like, that first time when you're like, I had a gym membership, it just isn't working out. And then, like, it's quick. I, I do, like, a, go, I do a, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, like. <laughs> and then you can go, there it is. Yeah. You know, like, there it is. Uh, right? And then I pause and go, I have five more. <laughs> and, like. Right. I'll, and I'll so, like, and, and so that's, <laughs> like, that's funny is that there's that, that, that pause. It's, yeah. I mean, even after the fuck you, you were able to recover. Right. But yeah. it, it's that pause where you're like, we got more to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Strap it. Come along. Yeah. You know? Get your belt. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, I mean, I'm like, yeah. those right there, the, like, yeah. I mean. That I strap it, yeah, like yeah. That I would go, ha, all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but you know that that I'm not gonna go, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> Lately, I, if a joke doesn't work, 
um, Lady Lamb would say, I'm not done. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been like my favorite, like, it's confident, like, you know what? We got more to go. Yeah. I am not finished here. Yeah. Like, you, I'm not going to say, oh, I used to say, oh, sorry, but no. Keep going. I'm not finished. Like, yeah, no, I like got, that. I'm not We've got done. 10 more minutes here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> class is still in session. Like, <laughs> I mean, do you find, what do you find uh, uh, harder? Is it is it comedy, uh, stand-up, or is it improv? Uh, both are have their own challenges. I've actually learned to embrace both no matter what the situation. Improv has helped me get more confident with stand-up and being more on the fly. Okay. Um, I like, because what actually funny is improv is not as spontaneous as people think it is. Uh, improv, well, the scenes themselves are spontaneous, but we like to organize the show to a point where it's okay. like we have our shit together, but we also keep it spontaneous like a healthy balance that's how I view my stand-up is I like to have it planned out but allow it to breathe if it needs to be yeah like yeah. it's um like uh, UCB yeah you know? exactly it, uh, they have uh, they'll have certain characters that are just the thing and but like yep. it's not going to be the same show right. it'll be the same character but it's not going to be the same show every single time yeah. uh, I, I get having that kind of structure it's like oh I've hit something with this particular formula with right. this particular character that we've created. Right. We need to have more scenes of them. We know yeah. that this character, based on that first, uh, based on that first scene that we ever did, is uh, energetic, outgoing, and is always on crack, but isn't actually on crack. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, but it was a hit. So, yeah. where do we put them in? Uh, what? Where do we now put them? That that makes things awkward. Yeah. Right. I, I've actually learned to mesh the two worlds together. Like sometimes when I'm doing a scene in improv, I'll think, "Oh, that was a good idea," and then I put it in my stand-up. So I viewed it as like, a, "Oh, this is a good writing tool, mm -hmm. but also a different venue to perform at, a different area." Right. And uh, I had taken a four-year hiatus from improv because when I graduated college, there was no outlet to do it. Yeah. Quite. Yet. And then my friend Debbie Jones, who I've done improv with for eight years. She goes, do you want to start a new group? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Let's make it happen. And you just did that. Just did it. Improv and Falls. Yeah. And we've only done two shows and they were both packed houses. And it's like, I think we can keep making this happen. That's awesome. And uh, what I like to do now for the future shows is... Do you need any more white people <laughs> in the show? We're still figuring stuff out. Yeah. We're actually getting like, we're kind of trying to stick to like the four or five we have and see where it goes no. from there. I know uh, you're disappointed. Can, I want to get out. I know. Like I, I've, I've always wanted to. I've never. I, I don't want to say I've never done improv. I've done like improv games and things yeah, like that. Yeah. I've done. You know, I was in theater too. I've mm -hmm. done improv before, yeah. but I've never been part of a group. I think it would always be fun. But I'm mm -hmm. like. I, but at the same time, I'm always like, I just want to fucking stay home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what we're doing now is um, Icon. We're going to be doing like every three or four months a show where it's like I'm opening up with some stand up. Yeah. And then do an hour of improv, take an intermission, and then have another comic come in and do a set to cool. change up the pace. And then, yeah, if you want to do it, yeah, I would we'll love to it do it. Let's figure it out. I yeah. would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Icon, we're wanting to do that every two or three months, not to oversaturate, but like keep it fun. Yeah. And that's, I think it's so super fun. So when you have a stand-up comic come in and do a set, but also, like, intertwine with the with the, the improv group? Yeah, or not with uh, the group. They just do a stand-up set, but we could figure out something. I think it would be cool, too. For I think it would be, yeah. yeah, I think it would be cool to have the, the stand-up comic also do, do something A couple like games, that. Yeah, yeah, during the second, yeah, for sure, yeah. 
Yeah, we we like to have a couple guests with each other. Like yeah. show that'd be a goal for us. Is it too hot in here for you? No, it's perfect. Are you sure? Oh, I feel good. Dick, yeah. my eye. <laughs> Whew, sweating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think this. But the, the, we're in the basement. This, right. This is always goddamn cold in here. So yeah, it's like, it's a breath of fresh air, literally. I think. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Debbie uh, wanted to start a new group. And called yeah. you and said, "Hey, let's get this together." So tell me about improv fobs. What you know? What is it? What are? It's an improv group. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Duh, Debbie... Hello, my name's Casey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Debbie had. Uh, she was in a play at Whitewall Sessions called "Crime of the Heart," Crimes of the Heart, and a lot of the actors. Uh, I think the play. I did. I wasn't able to make it to the play because I had work and all this stuff. But the the play incorporated a lot of improv elements. Yeah. And then she immediately was like, let's keep this going with that cast. Mm-hmm. And whoever was able to be in that cast, she wanted to incorporate into a new improv group. And then she hit me up and said, I think Zach would be a good fit for this group. Yeah. And so that's how we just started. And since Debbie and I were co-presidents of our USF Improv Club in college. Gay. I'm just no, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love gay. I love I actually, I, I, credit, ah. I credit Debbie with pretty much giving the confidence for me to do anything because she was the one that believed in me why like, don't you marry her no I'm just like, she's married to my bandmate <laughs> <laughs> just kidding if Debbie listens to this she's going to be like why did you guys what? make fun of me <laughs> yeah. but no we've just been it's because of the name Debbie <laughs> you're 26 years old and you've got the name of a great aunt no I'm just yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we... I'm so sorry Debbie <laughs> Oh, I feel so bad. She's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, no, we can't invite him to be no. be that stand up guy between the sets." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Debbie. It comes from a place of love. I'm a comedian. <laughs> well, you just tell her that. You say he oh, meant nothing. He meant nothing. He meant nothing. He was he was improvising. <laughs> and the first thing he comes up with is a hate speech. Unfortunately, the name Debbie. <laughs> But no, uh, yeah, she and I have just been... Every Debbie anywhere is going to hate like, me. Like, well, my name's Debbie. Why did you, why did you apply? My, my, a very good friend of the family is named Debbie, and yeah. she, she's not going to listen to this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Debbie doesn't know how to work a smartphone. No, I don't care. <laughs> I'm kidding all the Debbies. Uh, okay. All your friends named Debbie are unfriending you on Facebook at this very moment. <laughs> yeah, as soon as this is released today, yeah. All four of them. <laughs> all four Debbies. <laughs> but oh, she got me into all the acting and stuff. Debbie? No. Deb, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we started doing improv, and that's when I started like adding more out, like doing plays and uh, stand-up and everything. So it's just like, she pushed me, like, you should really do this, you should do that. And I'm just like... I should. And then I started doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Debbie, that well, sounds like a great idea for, yeah. for a person who has the name of my great aunt. <laughs> She's going to hate you. <laughs> so if you join one of our shows, she'll be like, Casey. <laughs> yeah. I've got like the most gender neutral name ever. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Casey. Or uh, Alex and Casey are like the top two, I'd say. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, like, where I work, sometimes I'll send emails out, and I've never met these individuals, and I'll have to just send these emails out. Do they say, like, thanks, man? (laughs) 
They're like, uh, so they'll forward it on. Please connect with Casey. I put her contact information on this, and I'm like, well, I can't correct them. Right. I, well, I mean, I could, but my favorite thing is actually showing up to those meetings. I'm like, hi, I'm Casey. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you can like see it that I've been calling Casey a her for three months. Right. <laughs> There's another Andy is another one that kind of gets yeah. like a- Andy with an I, I e. but you but you uh, uh, yeah. dot the I with a heart and then I E and I E I've uh, seen an Andy with an I E those people are they're psychopaths yeah uh, they, they start films <laughs> with uh, Hugh Grant uh. <laughs> God damn Hugh Grant has come up twice in like the last hour really my, <laughs> my dad just sent me a text saying he saw Paddington too. And he was so excited to see Pat- that he saw Paddington too. In fact, this is what he said. Um, uh, hold on. Have you seen Paddington too? Exclamation, exclamation point, question mark. And I said, no, are you okay? He said, yes, LOL. Shelby made me watch it last night. And OMG, it was good. And I said, all right, whatever you say, Tunes. And he said, it's live action. And Paddington the bear is adorable. Hugh Grant's in it. I think the girls would really like it. The guy who plays Alistair Moody is in it, and High Grant is good in it, too. And I said, I love High Grant, much better than the actor Low Grant. And he said, funny. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, is it on Netflix? He says, I watched it on HBO Go. I said, I'll think about it. He said, don't think. Do it! <laughs> so my dad is really excited about Paddington. Apparently, Paddington yeah. Bear. It's live action! And the Paddington Bear is adorable! God. Uh, Hugh Grant's in it? And High Grant is in it. Oh, okay. High Grant, no. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Hugh Grant is in it, apparently. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought he had faded away. Like, I had yeah. plastic, I think he was in that. Was a hooker. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Hashtag 97. Uh, That's how quick I am. (laughs) I remember his Jay Leno interview. What do you do? What do you do? I have needs. I don't know. That was a very American sounding Hugh Grant. I have needs. Who's my Hugh Grant impression? I have Hugh Grant. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. (laughs) All right. So we got, we got, all right. So, uh, you, you put together this improv. Uh, improv Falls is what yep. it's called. Yep. Uh, you guys have a website? Uh, we're working on one right now. Cool. We have a Facebook page. Wonderful. Uh, getting all this stuff started, trying to get more shows booked. And uh, so far, the next three that we have are like once a month at Remedy. So oh, cool. got those going on. And uh, yeah, we're, it's, we're, it's exciting to see how fast it's grown. We've literally been a troop for like less than two months. And it's already like all over the that's cool. Like, yeah. That's cool. All, all we did was push it pretty hard with promotion, and Emily, one of our troop members, is the best at making like memes and stuff for promotion for oh, cool. Facebook and stuff. We basically, each time we meet up to do scenes, we just take a bunch of photos of us, and she like picks the best ones mm-hmm. and then puts them online. And I think that's smart, because it's like, I wish I would do that with all my stuff, but I don't have the skills or like... Like, with stand-up comedy, I'm not, oh, gonna, yeah, I'm no. not gonna, like, let's all take photos. Like, I can't do that at all, like... Uh, like I hate advertising stand-up yeah. shows on Facebook now. It's hard it's like, to, like, yeah. Uh, like, hey, f- you know, 
800 friends that follow me. Yeah. I used to do sure, I used like, to do vid car videos. You saw that. Like, yes, I, I did. And I decided to stop doing those. Like, I, I like, think no, that's smarter. It's like nobody's listening. Like, no. I don't give a shit. Like yeah. everybody, it, like Facebook isn't used for Facebook anymore. Facebook yeah. is used for. Look at my dog. I'm like, really fucking bored and I'm just trying to go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Look at my dog. <laughs> like. So. Uh, one of the things with with uh, with improv uh, I want to talk about maybe you don't uh, <laughs> I think you know where I'm going now uh, I want to talk about that murder mystery show at Wacko's oh yeah <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh at that but that was like, rough uh, like what happened I, I so I heard I heard from Kellen and I thought like I laughed because it was like Wow, I mean, it everything derailed quick, yeah. and it was it wasn't like a funny ha 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 ha. It was a funny oh no. I think what happened was I just like I love all the people in the cast. Yeah, and I still think we all gelled. We all had a different right, style. Right, right. Uh, we all had a different style, and I had never done a dinner theater show before in my life. Okay, so I was just kind of winging it. Um, and at that point in my life, I wasn't quite confident with myself where okay. I was at as a performer. Like I had been doing stand up, but I just wasn't really quite sure where I'm at, where I was feeling it. So maybe that was just a bad night. Yeah. I had, I think I had stuff like mentally, I was just anxiety ridden a lot. Like I still have periods of time where I'm just like, I'm not like a depressed person in general, but I have moments where it's just like, I do too. I yeah. mean, it, yeah, I, I think I, that show just caught me at a week night. It was a bad night, not a week night. It was a Friday. Yeah. Uh, like God, uh, but it was Fuck just you. No, just uh, <laughs> but no, it was just a, a rough night. I wasn't on my game. I wasn't feeling no, it. No, I, what it sounds like to me is that you're taking the blame for this, and I don't think you need to be taking the blame really? for it. <laughs> I, I mean, I just heard see. That's that. why after I went home after that show, I was so defeated. I took yeah. all the blame for it. And I feel like I was partly at fault. But, I mean, sometimes things just don't work out. I mean, like, I yeah. mean, even with stand-up comedy. And, that, like, that's why I wanted to talk about it. It's just, yeah. like, yeah. where where were you in this? How did how did this get set up? And and, yeah. and, and so forth. And, and, like like I said, it was funny odd because it was, this was a really cool thing. Yeah. I mean, to have. Yeah. And that. The, I think it's probably the thing was supposed to last what three hours or something. An hour it lasted an hour. Yeah, yeah. I think what it was was I had never done one before. Uh -huh. I hadn't acted besides stand up in like two years at that point. Do you guys practice for a dinner theater? We uh, met up and read the script uh, a lot or a few times. Went through stuff randomly, kind of made up stuff and kind of went through it. Um, I wasn't sure exactly because I was supposed to be the entertainment on board, but I didn't know how long they wanted me to drag stuff out it was kind of unclear because we didn't get to run through it we just had to go for it as soon as we got to whack I was wow. do it and so I just didn't really know what to do I think my nerves were kicking in and I was just like what do I what do I do with that and I just wasn't fully confident in myself as a performer yet and had I built had we been doing it like next month or something I probably would have done way, way right, better right. like well again it's not your fault it's, yeah. I mean, it, it it's always a collaborative effort. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I love all the performers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's an experience. I mean, if if we had ever gotten on stage and we continued to kick ass every single time, I mean, what, what do we learn? Yeah. yeah, what do we learn? Yeah. I mean, and the fact that we're you know you're able to walk away and going, it was an I knew it was an off night for me. 
I had never done it before. Um, it, it's a brand new experience. I signed up because I wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. And I just did, I guess, getting there, I didn't know what to expect. And it's like the same thing. It's like, I, I just did a show, you know, in um, Sioux City or mm-hmm. in Yankton. That bombed completely. I mean, from start to finish, yeah. bombed completely. And I, it's, I, I looked at Kellen and I went, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, and I took the blame because it was it was me. I was supposed to set him up, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't do my job in that 35 minutes. I didn't yeah. do my job. Yeah. And you know, he's like, hey, it, it it's all right. Yeah. You know, this wasn't the crowd. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I mean, I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. It wasn't the crowd. The, yeah. the people who did enjoy themselves were the bar owners. You yeah. know, the bar owners are like, yeah, this entertainment kicks ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the patrons are like, this is. Uh, I did. I did. Have, I do have an interesting bombing story. Um, well, that's for Dan's podcast. I know, but, this, but I've already been on it. Uh, oh, very this, nice. this one, I just got on it. I know, this bombing one involves me and Dan. Um, oh, really? This is an interesting one. I think, I'm not going to say the name of the, co- it was a corporate Christmas party. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be me and Dan doing yep. a half hour each, and we each get paid 100 bucks. And oh, my sh- goodness. We sh- I show up to the venue, Dan travels two hours for this, and they say, hey, we only want you. We only want... Me. Zach, really? And so I called up Dan and said... This is an awkward situation. How do you think we should handle this? And basically, uh, I performed, and they were going to give me the full two hundred. And I basically said, uh, "Dan, I'm going to give you the hundred that you were promised." Yeah. And we're gonna. And I asked my friends that were having an ugly sweater Christmas party, "Can we pop in and do a stand-up set at your house?" Right. So that way, Dan and I get a show that is like fun. And Dan traveled for comedy. We're going to get do a show. We're gonna do a show, and so they said, "Yeah." So we, I did the corporate show, bombed. So it was not worth the money, but so it was. Like, yeah, worth I'm never being invited back again. Have right. a good day. Yeah, that's my time. Yeah, because I had to. <laughs> they said clean, and I can do clean, but yeah. I'm not fully confident, and I haven't written enough material. Right. that I was like, "Oh, this is totally clean." That's why I've taken so much time off from yeah. comedy. Is that yeah. it's? I I don't think I'm a. a Dirty comic, but yeah. I mean, I like to I like to curse. Yeah, I mean that's just who I that's am. I but am, yeah. it's yeah. I'm trying to, to write it where it's it, it can be more relatable because it it's clean that I can get recognized to do more corporate events and right. things of that nature. Yeah, so it was one of those shows. I'm just like, oh. but I I wasn't offended because. I don't think my humor is for that crowd because it was mainly dad oh. jokes. No, <laughs> yeah, there was that, but it was people in their sixties and seventies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only people laughing in the audience necessarily were the younger. Yeah. There was one table of younger yeah. people, and they were laughing. But you, yeah, I, what's funny about comedy, and, and I mean, comedy should be for everybody, and comedy yeah. is. Um, and uh, and everybody's going to tell you this is that it doesn't matter who's in the crowd. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's in the crowd because I always felt that way too. It's like my comedy is not for these people. Yeah, my comedy. No, your your comedy needs to be for everybody. Yeah, and that's that's something that I've learned too. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you yeah. know, it's taken me so long to figure out where to to make it for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's I used show. to say, I I used to stop doing college gigs because mm-hmm. I was uh, I was married. I had a kid. Yeah, you so know, you just like, felt like I'm like I don't need to get these these college gigs anymore. Yeah, you know, um, I'm like no, 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 my comedy should be for college kids. Yeah, 
my comedy should be for everybody. And so, I mean, I like over these last several years, I've tried to make things as relatable as possible. You know, like college kids probably babysit kids. Yeah. How can I make this? Correct. You know, and yeah, it, it comedy comedy is a weird uh, entertainment form to be involved in. Yeah, so. and and I actually since I've grown, that show was like two months ago. I walked away from it not defeated, but used it viewed it as a learning yeah. experience. It was not a like I I bombed yes, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not a life or death. Situation. I did a show for a hospital once, and they were like rated R. I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And so I went in there. I'm like, okay, the first twenty minutes is going to be clean. My next half hour, you know, dirty, my next yeah. twenty five is going to be dirty. Yeah. And I, when I got to the dirty part, I'm like, all right, are we ready to like. Get a little dirty, right? You know, and then people were like, "No," I was oh. like, "Oh well, that's what they hired me for." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done. They said rated <laughs> R, so we're gonna talk about sex and drugs. <laughs> I'm not done. Yeah, I'm not done. Exactly. I like that. I like that. I'm and, not done. <laughs> and then la- this last week, I wrote a bit. I do like a lot of parody song things. I did uh, '80s songs, but but make them about masturbating. But before I did that bit, I said. I've really been trying to write cleaner, more universally appealing material, and in the process, it's, I wrote my dirtiest joke possible. Right, yeah. And I'm like, "Do you guys want to hear it?" They go, "Yeah." And I'm like, "All right, let's do this." Like, and I think that's a funny preface to like yeah. doing that bit. It's like, oh, <laughs> I will say that's the thing is that yeah. you know you're like, I'm gonna make myself more cleaner, and then it's you like, can't. You like, can't. Everything is like everything. Yeah, that's why you like have to aim for writing the dirtiest stuff, and then regular right. stuff comes yeah. out of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's okay. Well, I'm gonna write this joke dirty. Yeah, but how can I make this joke cleaner later? And yeah. so it's like I, I mean, I'm going back and I'm looking at a couple of my jokes. Like my Shark Tank joke isn't dirty. Yeah. It's it, I mean, it used to be dirty. It yeah. used to be very dirty, and it, like what you guys have seen is the evolution of it, where it's a innuendo joke. Mm-hmm. It's um. It's an experience joke, and it doesn't rely on cursing. It doesn't uh, right. rely on um, uh, extravagant uh, detail into how filthy it is. Right. You know, it's yeah. just a but up, but up, but up, out of here, heaven. You know, right? Uh, but yeah, it, it. I love the evolution of jokes. Exactly. I love going yeah. back and looking at old yeah. jokes and going, "Can I make this clean if yeah. it is a dirty one?" And yeah. you know, there's like three jokes that if I said if I bring them back there's no way I could do these now right <laughs> funny thing is like one of the jokes I, I did for the Christmas party I had to, I cleaned up the punchline and that made the joke funnier That's and good. so I added that I used that for my uh, shows where I'm the host and I gotta be a little cleaner a little mm-hmm. and uh, like I did a flu bug bit where the yeah, original we'll the original punchline was um, this old guy walks up to me while I'm out in public yeah. washing my hands and he goes why are you washing your hands flu bug wouldn't do that and so the original punchline was so I peed in, or I uh, so I peed on him or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, why would you pee on him? Yeah. And then I changed the punchline too, so I coughed in his face. Yeah, yeah, and, and that that's makes even more sense. Much, that's a much better joke. Yeah, much better joke with it. And I edited the joke there, um, and then I added a little tag. Um, yeah. And I say, get a flu shot, bitch. Love you, and walked out. Like that's kind of a funnier. That's a funnier, safe, like funnier for opening a crowd up, like. Yeah, like, why I did that bit. because uh, yeah. so my listeners may not know, but yeah. you are um, there's a there's a commercial series that's out mm-hmm. there um, all every fall into the winter. You're the flu bug. 
Yep. <laughs> You're the flu bug, so you, you won the part of the flu bug, so you could film a bunch of commercials about getting, uh, you know, your yep. Yep. <laughs> getting your flu shots and all that fun stuff. Yep. Yeah. And Jenny McCarthy is not in any of them. No, so, she or Jude Cloyd. Yeah. Uh. All the immunizations are are there. You so you advertise that you're you're a flu bug, and so you're you're recognized all the time uh, uh, for that. And it, how does it feel not to be recognized for your hair now? No, it's it's great. <laughs> Funny thing is, um, it's always a different thing every day. Mm-hmm. Um, the flu thing is one of the more consistent ones, but lately it's been improv and comedy, which has been huge for me because that's oh, isn't that's awesome? like I love. It's cool to have the flu bug one, but improv and comedy that's where. In my in here, yeah. it's the one that matters a little more. Like er- I, I opened for Shane Moss. Oh yeah, and um, about a two days after the show, I went to the movies with my wife. Mm-hmm. This is before kids, and I'm getting popcorn and all of this, and this guy keeps looking at me. I think that's, and then <laughs> I'm like, "Hello," because he's looking at me, and yeah. he goes, "Star Wars condom." <laughs> <laughs> I went, yeah, he's like, can I get a picture? And I went, I just want to watch Harry Potter with my wife. (laughs) (laughs) That's the coolest thing. Like, that is, yeah, that's a huge, huge thing. And lately it's been, uh, saw you do that improv thing, or saw you on KSF White at 5 in the morning, like, what are you doing up? Like, but... So do you get paid pretty nicely for the flu bug gigs? Uh, it's mainly just for the work I do, uh, so I don't get residuals or anything like that. Oh. So yeah, it's just for. Well, the time. we gotta work out these contracts. Yeah. Out here. <laughs> you need an agent. You need somebody to help with that. I did work with Jeremy Piven, who's already right. old. I could help out. Uh, I learned a couple things. <laughs> that experience must have been huge. Like, yeah, it was incredible. That was awesome. It but, was incredible. It certainly helped out. Yeah, uh, uh, Helium Comedy Club in St. Louis. Uh, they. They told me to get in contact with them because they'd like to invite me back. Apparently, the um, uh, the the audience got a little thing, a, a little survey after these. Like a lot of the larger clubs will do that, and uh, they they all like the the guest spot. Oh, cool. uh, so I I was walking out of the club and uh, I got pulled by the box office uh, Malin. Um, she's amazing too, by the way. Uh, she she's like, hey. We heard nothing but good things about you. You did really well. Here's our card. Here's all this. Please get in touch with me and get in touch with management here. Oh, we'd so like cool. to. We'd like to talk about bringing you back. I'm like, that's so cool. Yes, that's so cool. So it's kind of like uh, brought back this. Oh, I can't wait to get back into comedy. I'm like, I just, I can't wait to find this voice again and, and yeah. do it. It's like I feel like over the last 17 months, I've written, I've written well enough to go. Yeah, let's do yeah. this again. It's. Uh, I call comedy my mistress. Like I'll never cheat on my wife. <laughs> but comedy, but, uh, but your, comedy, yeah. I'll always go back to comedy. Yeah. Comedy is just yeah. uh, amazing. So, yeah. how are you feeling with everything? We're about an hour twenty. Feel good. Hour twenty into it. Okay, cool. Uh, I want to uh, do some uh, improv game. I want to do an improv game with All you right, cool. today. Uh, I want to do the "You seem like the guy." All right, so we'll we'll both bounce off each other. So, yeah. like, I'll say you seem like the guy who does blah blah blah, and then you'll do one on me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and we'll just have fun with it. We'll do about right. three or four, okay? All right. All right. Do you do you want to start? Do you want to? Sure, I'll start. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You seem like the guy that plays the tambourine in the Trampled by Turtles cover band. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like the guy who breaks out into song for no reason. You're just like, 
on top of the morning. I don't know why I screeched there. <laughs> you wake up. Yeah. All right. You seem like the guy that knows all the words to the Oklahoma musical too well. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Oklahoma too. No, Oklahoma <laughs> it's a too. musical that hasn't been released yet. <laughs> you seem like the guy who calls his mom to ask for a favor. <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, you seem like the guy that knows way too much about sports but doesn't play any of it. <laughs> oh, that's dead on. <laughs> um, let's see. You seem like the guy who... Uh, yep, I'm lost. <laughs> Damn it, good. I'm out. Rule <laughs> of three. I, I think three's good. I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything funnier. Um... There's another game that we play if you want to try this one. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's called ABCs. Okay. Where we do a scene where each of us has to start the line with the next letter of the alphabet. Okay. If you want to give that a shot. What's, yeah, what yeah. letter should we start with? Uh, C for your name. C. All right. Do you want to start this? Like, just do any. Should we, like, get a peg from the audience? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, cashiers. How about we start with cashiers? So I have to start with the word cashiers? No, like, we're, we're cashiers in we're, a scene. Well, okay, we're cashiers in a scene. And you start with the letter C. All right, all right. Uh, beep. That's just a sound, right? Yeah, we're we're cashiers. Uh, cool. Uh, lettuce is on sale. Damn, for three ninety nine. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Look, lemonade. Mike's hard, right? <laughs> no, I think it's Julio's hard lemonade. Oh, Julio's is the best. Julio's hard lemonade. Perhaps we uh, split a six pack of Julio's. Quiet, you. <laughs> right, I have a Julio's prediction. <laughs> it's my problem. So. Like, later tonight, we should drink that? Tonight sounds good. I am free. Up for a little pizza, too? Very much so. I love pizza. Would you like pepperoni, sausage, anchovies on it? Extra sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Xylophone playing. (laughs) We're Uh, live. Z. Yeah, no, we're really bad at this. Uh, hold on, we're at Z now? Z? Yeah. yeah. Z. Uh, uh, Xena, the girl of the 21st century, was a great Disney Channel movie. I've got that on DVD. Ah, she also loved pizza. <laughs> Boy, this was fun. Cashiers. <laughs> Cashiers. There we go. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite games. It's that's just a like good such one. a. Like, and X is the one that's like, oh, where are we going to go with yeah. this? I, we do a lot of, Xavier Kugan once told me. <laughs> <laughs> Quoting uh, xylophones or X marks the spot or like the two yeah. that, yeah. X comma professor is in the. He's in X, yeah. X Men was overrated. Oh, Shut yeah, your toe. Shut your mouth. Like, yeah. But yeah, that's, it's those games that just teach me to think on my feet a lot more and, uh. I found, like, people ask me what my safety nets are when I'm in a scene and I'm in doubt. It's Oklahoma. My safety words are. People Brad, ask me what word. my safe Oklahoma. words are. <laughs> people ask me what my safe word is all the time. Yeah, you look like the kind of guy who has a safe word for every situation. 
<laughs> Barley. Barley. Uh, <laughs> there's a Dimitri I'm Martin. I'm so bad Remember at Dimitri improv. Martin had that short-lived skit show on Cowboy Central? Important, yeah, what important was it? Important Things. Yeah, Important uh, Things. They had a skit where a, a couple's safe word was Bill Paxton. <laughs> but they kept saying Same Bill Pullman. <laughs> I have not seen that, but I have not seen that bit. It's so funny. But I knew where it was going to yeah. go. They're like, they're like in S&M, the couple just like, Bill, Bill Pullman, no! And like... <laughs> Oh, too bad Bill Paxton's dead. Yeah. Do you remember when Bill Paxton died? Everybody thought Bill Pullman died. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> God. I loved him in Weird Science. That movie's so good. <laughs> I loved him as Coconut Pete. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Twister. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you you also, uh, this is your opportunity to plug as we wrap up here. You, you also have a podcast called The Dress Code. Yep. And on the dress code, uh, you guys uh, pick topics out of a bucket, right? Yeah. The jucket. Is jucket. it still known as the jucket? Yeah, we still, okay, call, it, we still yeah. call it the jucket. Okay. It's my um, favorite. I, 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 love, I love being on the show. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. That was, to, yeah, one know, of the best we, episodes we've done. It's super fun. It's, yeah. it's episode three. If you yeah, we were talking about this back. before. Like Everyone on that episode did not know each other beforehand, no. except for I knowing the guests. Yes. And it, we just gelled so well in that yeah. episode. It was super fun. It yeah. was, it was, and you know, we talked a lot about uh, about a lot of stuff from comedy to to music to movies, yeah. uh, and things like that. Your catchphrase that episode, who? who? <laughs> <laughs> I know them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like you do. I'm like, no. Rolling Stones, who? who? Like, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's such a it's fun, such a fun uh, show. Uh, it gives you an opportunity to talk about like your top fives and things like that. Totally, so yeah. uh, you talk about your top fives uh, a lot. And in fact, if, if you don't know Zach and you want to follow him on Facebook, like every other week, there's always a, these are my top five albums or mm-hmm. these are my top 20 albums of 2018. Yeah. I couldn't pick any more. He's like, yeah. I couldn't pick less than t- than 20. Yeah. Uh, but every time a new album comes out, Zach is always going, this is the greatest thing I've yeah. ever made. He's he, Zach is the it's kind of sweet. guy who's so positive about everything, which is really cool. He's a good friend to have for that, you know. Uh, so I want you to uh, give me uh, the the worst five uh, albums. Okay. Ever. 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 That I've heard. In your opinion, the worst five albums. Oh. Ever. Uh. God, this is tricky. You're a goddamn liar. Uh, okay, I got one. Right. Lou Reed and Metallica, that album Lulu. Oh, that's horrid. Okay. Uh, Lou Reed from Velvet Underground yep, yep. did an album with Metallica. Oh, the indie hipster world and the metal world should not combine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or you could do the top three. You don't top. have to do three. I think maybe three may, may make it easier to come up with than five. Oh, there's other ones that are... Sadly, I listened to a Ricky Martin album like 20 years ago. That was pretty rough. The one with She Bangs on it. Didn't he only have one album? He had like two. Oh. The second one. Okay. Uh, i trying to think of like albums that underwhelm me to a degree where I'm just like not feeling it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying not to, I'm trying to not look at it objectively like the three worst. Oh, that everyone thinks are the worst, but like my personal like yeah, underwhelm yeah. me. Uh, that's, that's a tricky one. I could go top three albums that I was really, really looking forward to that ended up underwhelming me. Okay, there you go. 
Uh, we'll do that. You have to change things. This is my fucking show. <laughs> that was a hard F. Say, I'm sorry. <laughs> this one may disappoint you, but Sonic Highways was disappointing to me. I no, it doesn't disappoint me because yeah. I I don't think it's their best album either. No, it's in yeah. my opinion their weakest, or close to the weakest. I would say close to yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a couple of good bangers on there, but yeah. everything else is so underwhelming, very repetitive. Yeah. With it, uh, the last. I would say that last half of that album is very, like after Congregation, it's down. It's kind of where does it go? From? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Seems directionless. But, but yeah, no, like I, I don't take offense to that because I, we all have different musical yeah. tastes. We all have different, different comedy tastes. I just want to finally hear something different from you, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Weezer specific Daydream, the new album before the cover album that they put out, because uh, okay. they had released two amazing albums before that, and then released this, and I'm just like. So you're looking for the black album? Then. Yeah. Are you like? At first, I was negative because I heard "Can't Knock the Hustle." Mm-hmm. You heard that song? No, I haven't yet. Oh, it's a little cheesy, but I have to like, I have to accept that Weezer likes to have fun and do weird things like yeah. that. And like, then I like the music a little more. It's surfer rock. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's silly kind of. I mean, they could do the bird as the word. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. All right. And, and the last one. I think what I've been disappointed in lately. We're going to get letters written in. A lot of angry. A lot of angry emails. I think probably the people who listen to this podcast would write letters. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> my oh. address is seven. No, I'm just <laughs> I was really disappointed um, in retrospect in Uno Dos Trey Green Day trilogy. I don't remember that one. They really, yeah, there's a reason. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember that one. It, it was, uh, they released three albums in one year, mm-hmm. and they couldn't promote it because Billy Joe went to rehab. Oh, really? And so it was like, because uh, did you hear about the iHeartRadio uh, meltdown? I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, that's why he went to rehab. Yeah. Uh, he had that meltdown. He doesn't remember that meltdown whatsoever. Interesting. And so he went to rehab, and they released the albums, but they couldn't promote him because he was mm-hmm. gone for two or three months, and yeah. Huh? So, like, that was, that's, that was an underwhelming. Hmm. Do you think people uh, confuse Billy Joe for Billy, Billy Joel? Billy Joel. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. And they're like, Sing us Piano Man! Yeah. <laughs> He's like, do you have that? No. <laughs> so, like uh, the folk musician Ryan Adams and Brian Adams. Yep. Uh, one time Ryan Adams uh, had a meltdown on stage because someone kept yelling, play Summer of 69. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, fuck you and left. And then like last year he played Summer of 69 and it, like he trolled everyone like oh, by like oh God, that's funny yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right what are the uh what are your worst three movies oh that is a good one uh titan ae from like 15 years ago okay yeah the animated one yeah right? i just yeah, didn't yeah. get into okay. it couldn't get into it that's um, the one with matt damon right yeah okay uh avatar did not like that film. I've never seen it. It oh, looks boring. It's. I fell asleep in the theater. I, I fell asleep do... in the theater to the all three Lord of the Rings. Movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, and I would also say the first Captain America. You know what? Cap- the first Captain America is very hokey and yeah. by the numbers, yeah. and it's super cheesy. It's after the second or third viewing of it, yeah. you're like, it's okay. not bad for what it is. Yeah, I think. It's I, I mean, I agree with you that. Yeah. I mean, I would maybe. It's not like in the top Marvel films. It's no. in it's in the bottom. Yeah. It's when when I saw it, uh, that was the summer of like all these films building up to the Avengers. Summer of Love. And summer of sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> Sixty nine. Uh, 
It was building up to the I Avengers. I got my first adamantium shield. <laughs> it was built by Mr. Stark. <laughs> yeah. I flew it till my fingers bled. I punched Hitler in the jaw. Yeah. We said that it would last forever. Uh, then I got frozen in the ice. <laughs> and now I'm one of the Avengers. <laughs> Robert Downey had a drug problem. Uh, like It was the best day of my life. Summer of 99. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, that summer... It, Keep we seem like the kind of people who break out in a song for no all reason. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. That summer, like all these films leading up to the Avengers, I was like Thor. That was okay. I liked Thor. Are you a big Marvel movie fan? Or? Not anymore. I didn't. I don't follow it anymore. Really? Oh, I got man, so I out of touch. Yeah. Hey, my my parents are divorced, and so uh, um, comics really helped. Oh sure. Me not wanting to kill people. Sure. Uh, no, uh, uh, comics really helped me um, after when I was 13 um, and on, and uh, I, I got heavy into X Men. And so, it's oh, like, sure. you know, uh, I went and saw my mom got me out of school and we went and saw X Men together. Oh, you nice. know, um, and, and so it's like I have all these memories of like superheroes and things like so that. It's good so, it's a good, so yeah, it's a, it's a positive feeling. I'm like, shit, you know what? I, like, I always related to the X Men. I, sure. I always kind of felt like I was on the outside, I was always that goofy. Yeah. weird lanky kid in school yeah. and like he's just trying to make us laugh yeah. I don't know why everybody sounds like that that's like the only impression I do a voice uh, during improv scenes where I, I don't want to be myself in a scene so I go hey what's up everybody <laughs> I think it's Desi Arnaz Jr. <laughs> like hey Lose <laughs> you got some planning to do <laughs> <laughs> I, I want someday when I uh, I'd love to a goal I have a couple of goals is I'd love to uh, start my own album review channel on YouTube I kind of love watching that kind of stuff and do a humorous oh my god it. you can like watch uh, so it, that's like your unboxing videos yeah oh man my kids love unboxing videos yeah. I'm like why, why do you want to watch other people play with toys? Yeah. Go play with your own goddamn toys. Right. <laughs> or, or what are, not just that, but I'd love to do a uh, sarcastic, deadpan, like, inaccurate album review. Like, uh, yeah, Mick Jagger really shines here on this Beatles album. Uh, like, <laughs> Revolver. Oh, Keith Richards guitar playing. <laughs> like, do this stupid thing. And I'd love to be a front I loved Sting and Sgt. Pepper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did this bit one time where I was like, Sting would be the least effective member of the police, like, actual f- police force. Right? Like, he would just, he would just, like, instead of the, woo, red light, he'd just keep, turn on the red light! Like, this whole, like, <laughs> turn on the blue light! Now turn on the red light! <laughs> and, and then, yeah, and then he'd just walk up to you and just like, I can't, I can't, I can't stand seeing, I can't, like this whole... Just sending out an SO! Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone like would not be frightened to be like, oh shit, he's He's just teaching you about tantric sex. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're about uh, we're a little about ninety minutes. So uh, this is where I like to, to wrap some things up. So cool. uh, you, you're feeling good. You, Feel you enjoyed great. it. You had yeah, you had fun. Really? Yeah. Great. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, nobody's ever said no. They haven't had fun yet. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, we're, we're, we're a different show. We like to talk about these things that, uh, you know, draw attention to ourselves. Yeah. And what, we, we do things a little bit differently when we when we're in the entertainment industry. So um one of the, do you have anything that you want to plug uh, or add or uh, I'm gonna censor all this out. 
Cool. Uh, <laughs> got a couple shows next week. Yep. I'm doing Ken Richter's 38th birthday bash called 38 Special nice. at Hydra. So I'm hosting, introducing some acoustic acts. That'll be fun. Uh, doing a cancer fundraiser show at Bosses for uh, Derek Gerlock, who's a kid yep. who has brain cancer. And we're Booblitz and I are doing a show together with uh, Basement Dwellers is another improv troupe yep. in town. They're great. They're going to be headlining that show. And then Snow Jam Comedy Festival later this month. going to be yep. super fun. And uh, then that is February 21st through the 23rd. Yep. Yeah. And I'm so excited that Kevin McDonald's going to be in town. That's yes. going to be fantastic. So if those I, I, I would have been at the, the workshop, but I'm, I'm, I'm out of town that morning. Ah, so I'm going to I'm going to be coming to to the night shows. Cool. For awesome. those. So I'm going to come and see you guys. Um, I'll be I'll, uh, hopefully I'll be joining in on the Snow Jam festivities next year. Yeah. So this is it's been a lot of fun for the. Special Olympics, uh, so we raise money for the Special Olympics at the Snow Jam Comedy Festival, bringing a lot of acts, uh, a lot of comics from all over the country for it. So, and this is not set in stone, but we're contemplating doing a live dress code recording during Snow Jam this year. Oh, cool! At bosses during the day of like Friday. So, if you're free and you'd love to be involved and be a part of it, you're probably I don't know if you're working or. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk 20 about second? it. Yeah, we should probably find something. Just sneak a little. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would. Yeah, you know, put me down as tentative right now. Cool. Have, let me look at my schedule. I'll, I'll definitely find out. Cool. I could probably make a, a pit stop, have some pizza and beers, and cool. uh, do record an episode. That'd be cool. Yeah, because what we're gonna do is a rotating chair. So Ryan and I would be on stage the whole time and just keep bringing comics up, and each each one would answer three questions. And then just kind of, because I want every as many comics involved as possible. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd so be fun. So instead of just being selective, like, I want oh, everyone that, involved. Yeah. yeah, put me down. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll make something work. Cool. I'll make awesome. something work. Yeah, so. it's not confirmed, but uh, we're in talks. So cool. I think it's kind of a fun thing. Like, I want to do a live recording of attention-seeking behavior at cool. uh, Supercon. Oh, that'd be cool. Year. That'd so, be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna Super look into cool. that. Yeah, lots of great things happening in the comedy world. Uh, glad yeah. to to have you be a part of those, uh, Zach. So I like to have every guest end <laughs> with their famous last words because I'm going to murder you. Okay. Um, but and it doesn't have to be serious. It can be funny. It it can it can be serious. Uh, everybody, it, yeah, everybody does their own little thing. But your famous last words, Mr. Dresh. I felt lucky, punk. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put that on your headstone. <laughs> that, that's the name of the episode. I felt lucky, probably. <laughs>